Uh, all right. So three bullet points first. Okay. So, um, all right. I guess if we're ready to go, let's yep. get this podcast on the road. All right. Uh, do we? We should have planned this before we started. <laughs> uh, do you want to do the lead in, or should I? Uh, you do it. You're good. All right. So, welcome to the Glass Rod. Wee, Glass Rod! Glass yay. Rod, your recurring uh, podcast all about Rodney Glassman. And, and we thank all 80 of you for listening <laughs> to the first episode. Yeah, we, we pulled the, um, the, the, the stats so much as I can get them from the first episode. We had uh, 80 listens last I checked. It might be a little more than that now. Um, so, yeah, apparently either there's 80 of you that have bothered to listen to this or one of you is just listening to this over and over again. And Rodney's hate listening to it. <laughs> just sobbing and masturbating as he listens to it. So Friday night in the glass of the household. <laughs> exactly. We should probably introduce ourselves. Oh, yes. Uh, I am Jeremy. I'm Joel. Uh, and we are coming at you to give you the latest on Rodney Glassman's campaign for Attorney General. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we do. So that's pretty <laughs> well, we easy. Have, we have two parts. You're going to introduce the right. first part. So let's start with the first part. Uh, the first part is what we call the Rod Report. The Rod Report. And I need to make like some fancy uh, audio you intro. You can do what they do with the cheap uh, sound effects. It's just in. What I should do, so they have like a cameo thing where you can get like the NBA Jam announcer for like 20 bucks to record like a message. That's a good idea. Maybe we'll do that. So yeah. that you guys might have that to look for in the future. Uh, or we'll cameo and have Andy Dick uh, <laughs> do the whole thing. That's a disaster. Um, so anyway, that's... So Rodney Glassman. That's an inside joke none of you get. So Rodney Glassman. So the Rod Report. Well, uh, the good news is we do have some news this week. We actually have breaking news. Rodney has received a gr- giant... Very important endorsement. Now, I will say this. We know uh, Rodney is a Republican, so we can... Today. 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 At least uh, currently. Let's set our temporal limits appropriately. (laughs) He is a uh, born-again Republican. Right. Uh, And he... So we can rule out instantly a lot of politicians we would guess that might endorse him. Um, So, uh, then, Joel, let's... We both know who it is, but for the audience at home, let's give them a few clues to see if they can guess before we reveal. Sure. So, imagine the worst Arizona Republican you possibly can, which I know is asking a lot, because at this point, all Arizona Republicans are basically one step below Goebbels. But imagine the worst Arizona Republican you can. It's it's really that bewitching, pungent brew of fascism, sexism, racism, Mm -hmm, anti-Semitism, and just enough authoritarianism to really start feeling the boot on your neck. Mm -hmm. Imagine that in one person. Okay, so I think... Oh, oh, and also absolute and utter familial disgust. Okay, so I think that narrows it down to about... Well, it's still a ton of candidates. (laughs) It's still most of them. Almost all of them. Right. But I do think there are like three or four that jump to the minds. I'll give you a hint. There's no nunchucks, so you can take out Brnovich. Yes. So that's one down. Uh, I will also give the audience at home another hint. uh, Never served uh, in law enforcement, so that eliminates another like two or three. That's true. Um, And then... Uh, Did he ever make a career pretending to know how to make ice cream? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because uh, there's nothing like exploiting yeah. 16-year-old high school students. So I will say this: who make ice cream. I will say this: 
he did didn't do that. However, he did take advantage of people that ate too much ice cream ah, to overcharge that. Interesting. Very yes. interesting. Interesting. Right. Oh, I see. I, yeah, I, see, see, I, see, I see. I see. see. I see what you did there, have, and I have, like it. Have you guys at home guessed who this is? We'll give you another few minutes. And by minutes, we mean five, four, three, two, one. Times up. Paul Gosar. Paul Gosar. Congressman Paul Gosar. The bane of Arizonans ever since he decided to come right out and say he really does like burning crosses in people's front yards. Which I is, I believe, a thing he actually said at some point. I actually think he's a big fan of cross burning, big fan of white nationalism, big fan of anti-Semitism, and now, as it turns out, a big fan of Rodney Glassman, who he has endorsed for Arizona's next attorney general. Now, that is our opinion of Paul Gosar. I think it's important that we present opposing views on, on this show. So, for the opposing view, let's refer to the article that announced uh, this endorsement. Uh, so, first off, this article comes to us from... Now, I know what you're thinking. Rodney Glassman, Maricopa County uh, politician, probably uh, the Arizona Republic slash AZ Central. No. Uh, Rodney Glassman, former Tucsonan. Um, maybe the, the Arizona Daily Star. No. Maybe not nearly fascist enough. Maybe one of the uh, you know smaller whatever passes for news in Pinal County or, or Gila County. No, in fact, this was announced in a paper that may not be known to a lot of you. It is the Arizona Daily Independent. Just when you thought Mao's little red book had no equivalent in the Anne Rand fascist ultra libertarian field. That's what Arizona Daily Independent is uh, for. It's the Mao's little red book of modern 21st century American fascism. Um, if you have never had a chance to read uh, the Arizona uh, Daily, uh, excuse me, the, the Arizona Daily Independent, sorry, I'm, I'm reading as I'm talking, um, let me give you an idea what this paper is like. So I'm just going to, before we get to it, I, I, I am going to click on the opinion section. Um, okay, now you're going to need a new computer, just so you know. So, uh, I'm running, by the way, uh, I'm running Chrome incognito, um, because I'm pretty sure the FBI watches anybody that reads this paper. <laughs> uh, so, here are some of the headlines uh, from the opinion section. Uh, schools must focus on academics and stop sexualizing children. Yeah, I can see how they got there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if there's one thing uh, conservatives are obsessed with, it's sexualizing children. They really, really seem to be... You know, the more they talk about pedophilia and sexualizing children, the more it makes me think that they're big fans of both. Uh, COVID-19. More deaths in vax persons? And there's a question mark after that. I'm not going to click on the article. I'll, I'll answer... No, no. Completely not, but I'm sure the article... Uh, and then severe adverse COVID nineteen. Uh, ah, severe. <laughs> <sighs> this is what happens it's the when bile. You, this this, this is bile. what happens when you start reading the Arizona oh, Daily Independent. I can taste it in my throat as your I'm prefrontal cortex devolves. Ooh. This is what happens. All right, so Ooh. Gosar and Glassman. Let's right. get to it. The last target was severe adverse COVID-19 vaccine reactions accumulate. All right, so moving on. So the Glassman uh, endorsement. Gosar, or the Gosar Glassman. endorsement. The double G. The double G. <laughs> the double G. Two Gs. Two Gs. <laughs> Two Gs are better than one. Pretty soon, though, <laughs> you got to be careful. If he gets, uh, what, three more endorsements from G-named people, we'll end up with five Gs. And if there's one thing we know, the uh, Republicans hate 5G. This is the secret code. Yeah. One G plus 2G, then you get 5G. 
and now the FBI is tracking your semen count. Yep. There we go. Yep. Yep. Uh, Q uh, is listening to us right now and is very proud. Um, all right. So let me just read the intro paragraph. Sorry to take another divergence. Mm -hmm. Q is actually running for Congress in Arizona. I don't know if people know that. <laughs> Ron right. Watkins, who That's is right. Q, who is absolutely... Allegedly. Nah, I'm pretty sure he's Q. <laughs> Ron Watkins, who is Q, yes. is running against uh, Tom, what's his name? Uh, O'Halloran. Tom O'Halloran yes. for Congress. Yes. I, I will say I do appreciate that because, all right, that's a whole divergence, but it will increase the chance that we don't lose that seat oh, to conservative. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, we'll look forward to Q taking over. An Arizona congressional seat <laughs> in the near future, but the double G. In Arizona politics, this is how the paragraph of the endorsement begins. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. In Arizona politics, Congressman Paul Gosar's endorsement is the hottest endorsement you can have from an Arizona elected official. That's not even true amongst Republicans. Well, it depends on how you define hot, Well, me. I mean, if hottest endorsement is the endorsement that, if you accept, is most likely to send you into the second or third or fifth level of Dante's Inferno yeah, the quickest, yeah. then I see where they're going. Sure, 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 sure. So, so from that perspective, yes, he has the hottest endorsement, but that is not how the ADI uh, phrases it. The reason he is the hottest is, and again, this isn't even true among conservative circles, he is perceived as the closest personification of the MAGA movement. MAGA, make America great again. And voters who embrace the movement pay particular attention to his endorsements. That's not even true. There are mo more MAGA heavy people, including Kelly Ward and uh, what's her face? Nikki. Nikki. Not, no, no, no. Nikki something. Nikki Lake. Nikki yes. Lake. Uh, just, just, you know, aside from Gosar, but whatever. The, and <laughs> the latest to receive Gosar's seal of approval is GOP Attorney General candidate. Rodney Glassman. I love, by the way, that Gosar says he's pleased to endorse Rodney for the next Arizona Attorney General. And then we see, and we talked about this a lot on episode two, another recitation of the lies that make up the current, yes. the current Rodney Glassman resume. Quote, Rodney is not just an Air Force prosecutor, but he's a successful civil attorney. Neither of those things yes. are true. And, and he does not prosecute for the Air Force or anybody else. And he's only successful if you measure success by how much daddy deposits in his bank account every month. Oh, and, and how much he embezzles, I assume, from the firm that he's on paper working for, which we've covered in the last right, episode. Right, of counsel. Very, it's, you always know the person is successful when they're of counsel. Of counsel. Right. Now, I know I said I was only going to read the first paragraph, but it's a short article. So let's go to the last paragraph, or the last two. Glassman, <clears throat> hold on. Glassman is a former Democrat, that is true, who rejoined the Republican Party, true. The day Donald Trump famously came down the escalator to announce his bid for president. I haven't pulled the voter registration records, and I'm sure we can because I'm sure Rodney had his sealed, but there is no way that is true. There is no chance it's true, but what is arguably far worse than it being true is that is that is what Rodney tells people, which means, again, and I really want to focus in people's attention on this, because 
we still get comments like, why are you doing an episode about Glassman? Don't you have anything better to do? Don't <laughs> what you have hobbies? You? What is wrong with why you? Why are you so pathetic? Why are you so narcissistic? <laughs> why do you just like hearing your, each other's voices? You know, <laughs> do, do, do you think anybody thinks it's right. funny? To which I say, I get it, mom. I get it. Please leave me alone. Um, no. Rodney's current origin story, which I agree, Jeremy, is entirely fictitious, is that he became a Republican the day Donald Trump got in the race, which means that Rodney's currently pegging his political creation myth to the day that that man launched a record-breaking and breathtakingly successful campaign for president by claiming all Mexicans are rapists. So according to Rodney's origin myth, it took a fake real estate tycoon to announce to the world that all Mexicans were rapists for him to decide that we need lower taxes and smaller government rights. Uh, and also keep in mind, and first off, Joel, I got to disagree with you on that. He didn't say all Mexicans are rapists. He said some are good people. He couldn't point to any, didn't seem to care about them, but he did acknowledge some are good people. Uh, and also, it wasn't just built on a campaign of saying all Mexicans are rapists. It was also built on a prolonged history of sexual assault, True. Um, of gun worship. True. Um, I mean, th- there were multi-pronged platforms. But True. Calling, calling for nine African-American young men to be executed sure. for a crime they didn't commit in Central Park. Sure. And then never apologizing for that. So I see what you're saying. You know, I probably do have to retract my statement because I'm not sure what it is about Donald Trump that appealed to Rodney Moore. We still have. Was it saying most Mexicans are rapists? I don't know. Was it the blatant misogyny? Was it the... Big time support for sexual assault. Was it the ardent racism and the desire to execute African American men who are wrongfully accused of a crime? I don't know, Jeremy. I don't know which one. Maybe all of the above. Well, and all I can say is, and we've asked this question multiple times, is, is hopefully this is a mystery that will get resolved as this campaign goes on. Very true. Uh, but there is one thing that we do know for sure. Uh, is that Rodney Glassman, like the majority of Arizonans voted for Donald Trump. He definitely did. 100%. And we know the majority of Arizonans voted for Donald Trump because as this article points out, mind you, with no evidence, no citation, uh, his campaign, talking about Rodney, is focused on fighting against governmental overreach for border security to protect law enforcement and to prosecute election fraud, something Glassman himself may have been a victim of in 2020. The election was stolen from the ass man. Yep, yep. The so, ass man was the victim of fraud. We got to get Mike Lindell in here. Mm-hmm. We got to get some fucking pillows. And we got to come to the bottom of why Maricopa County voters decided that Rodney was not fit to be elected right. as Maricopa County Assessor. Right. I can't imagine why he would lose yet another election that he was not qualified to run for office in the first place. But for fraud. And again, let's keep in mind that the election fraud in Arizona was so insidious that it targeted not only (laughs) Donald Trump, but also Rodney Glassman. Now, granted, it didn't target the other four Republican representatives we have. Well, I was going to say, I guess it didn't target Gosar, who was re-elected in 2020. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was... It was, I believe, the hit list, if I recall correctly, because we're both on George Soros' mailing list, right? right, right. The hit list uh, for Arizona was, one, Donald Trump, 
and two, Rodney Glassman. The, 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 and, and when we were hacking those voting machines, that, those are the votes we made sure to throw out. Exactly. I mean, Glassman and Trump are clearly the freedom fighters that the world <laughs> cannot handle right. right now. All right. So that's, that's the endorsement. Now, I know what you're probably asking at home. Uh, again, why, why am I listening to this podcast? <laughs> what is this? Why are these two <laughs> chuckle fucks talking about the same guy over and over? Did, did why, I, will, why won't they take their lithium? Yeah, yeah. Did I, a lot of questions. Did I subscribe to this? I don't. Why, was, was, how drunk was I last I didn't night? know my self-hatred went this deep. <laughs> um, but amongst other things you might be asking yourself is... So we've made a lot of jokes. Uh, we've read the ADR article. We've made a few uh, quips. But some of you might not be quite as in tune with local politics as we are. So some of you might be asking, who the fuck is Paul Gosar? So first, I wanted to address a little bit about what Paul Gosar stands for. And, and I just want to add a, um, a tie-in here, ladies and gentlemen, because I know that you accidentally probably subscribed to the glass rod. <laughs> and now you're saying, why are you talking about Paul Gosar? Because this is the kind of person that Rodney is tying himself to the hip. This is the kind of person that right. is now personifying the politician that Rodney wants to be. Oh, and to be clear, before I get into who Paul Gosar is, let's go back to the article real quick. He and his wife took, Glassman and his wife, took a picture with Paul Gosar. Willingly, apparently. Willingly. Right. Now, I can say this as somebody that's worked on uh, several local campaigns. Um, it is very rare. There's generally only maybe two or three endorsements where you'll have the time to set up right. an actual photo shoot. Most of the time, it's just a, a press release. It's a cut and paste job. Yeah. So for them to really go out of their way tells you how important they think this man's endorsement is. This man who, incidentally, uh, supports uh, ending abortion in all cases, including rape and incest, uh, who supports... Uh, abolishing birthright citizenship oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> across the board um, and and who on several social media platforms uh, of the conservative uh, bent prior to January 6th promised the would-be rioters a blanket pardon. Oh, that's right. Which is amazing for so many reasons. First off, because, Joel, um, can a lesser congressman from uh, Arizona grant pardons? I mean, in his own mind, he can, and I think that's what's really important. Uh, Rodney, so... Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the second or third time you've done... That's it. This podcast over. is over. We're but done. Get the table's too heavy to flip. <laughs> so, Jeremy, you've talked about Gosar's commitment to enslaving women and ending abortion rights as we know it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about his anti-Semitism and his racism, because I feel like that's the part that really must be appealing to Rodney oh, these days. So first off, uh, the ending birthright citizenship obviously goes along with uh, completely closing our borders, right. essentially militarizing our borders. Right. Uh, and in fact, Paul Gosar has been in favor of expanding the budget uh, for the military and using American forces at the actual border. Um, so there's that. Uh, as far as anti-Semitism goes, so Paul Gosar is a devout Christian of the worst type. And Rodney is Jewish, as uh -huh, I uh -huh, if I recall uh -huh. correctly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and Paul Gosar is on record uh, multiple times uh, in the past uh, basically indicating that Christianity is the only true religion. Especially for the United States, for the a United, Christian nation. Which is a Christian nation. Right. He is of that camp as well. 
Um, but there is, if there's one thing uh, that Paul, Go Paul Gosar and Ronnie Glassman um, probably share, in addition to the ardent racism, the uh, inclinations towards sexual assault, um, it is the fact that they um, both believe in... How do I put this? Uh, what, oh. I'm playing with my uh, my Velcro and probably picking it up on the mic. Sorry yeah. about that. We're making ambient noise because we're nervous about we... incurring the wrath of oh. the Gosar. Um, but they they both believe in a supremacy of a certain of a certain shade, shade? a shadal supremacy. Right, right, right. So that that must be the real core of that. So I did a little research myself, and it turns out in June, Paul Gosar held a fundraiser with a man named Nick Fuentes. Who, who is Nick who Fuentes? is Nick Fuentes? Great question. Nick Fuentes is a Holocaust denier and a leader of the group, and I'm not making this up, Jeremy, called the Gropers. Get it? The Gropers. It is an anti-Semitic group that denies the Holocaust. Wait, I don't. I don't think I actually get it. The Gropers. The, I don't like understand. The groping. They're big fans of groping. I don't groping I, women. I don't groping against their will. I get. I, okay. Well, talk to Donald Trump <laughs> and talk to Paul Gosar and talk to Rodney oh, Glassman. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. they think that's a really funny uh, joke. Yes. That objectification yes. and again humorizing sexual assault right. is the pinnacle of American right, comedy. Right, right. So Paul Gosar holds a fundraiser in June with Nick Fuentes, founder of the Ghost uh, of the Gropers. They're anti-Semites, they're Holocaust deniers, and apparently these are the kind of people that Rodney Glassman, again, a Jew, seems to find really appealing these days. Yes. Paul Gosar also said of the Charlottesville marchers in August 2017, remember you had the, um, the, the, the Tiki Torch protest when they were shouting that Jews will not replace us. Paul Gosar said this march was led by the left, was led by an Obama sympathizer, and he suggested the entire thing was funded by George Soros. Which we all know is true. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, listen, right. I, have a, I have a pneumatic tube, because right. I'm also a Jew, I have a pneumatic tube right. from my house to George Soros, right. and that's how I get my messages, to evade government 5G surveillance. Right, and, and as a non-Jew, I also get funded by George Soros, but I have to go through, obviously, the Jewish cabal, right. and, and right. You, know, you know how it works. That's, that's why we're friends. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, with all of that uh, having been said, the one thing that's also important to remember about Paul Gosar is he has no current power <laughs> in Congress. Oh, they took him off all of his committees, didn't they? He got they? kicked off of all of his committees. Right. Some of you may may recall seeing some headlines about this because he made a uh, campaign, a promotional video, where he superimposed his head and AOC oh, right. uh, on a anime, Attack on Titan, which if you haven't seen is a fantastic uh, anime. Uh, but anyway, superimposed his head, murdering uh, AOC, essentially. Right, right. Um, And not only does he not have the support of the Congress he sets in, what other very key entity in Paul Gosar's life does he not have the support of, Joel? Oh, man. I'm trying to think of if I was really down on my luck and I had nobody around to love me or support me. Like now. Like, like now. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, that, was deep, that was a deep cut. <laughs> Who would I turn to? Um... 
I would turn to my family. Oh, oh, like your many, many brothers and sisters. My siblings. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. In in Paul Gosar's case, he has many, many brothers and sisters. I believe like eight. And all of them have denounced him. Not just denounced. <laughs> Didn't they make a campaign commercial oh, opposing no. him? No, no, no. Not only did they make a campaign commercial, they essentially started a small pack <laughs> for his opponents. I mean, I know we're talking about Rodney Glassman. And again, all of this relates back to Rodney because Rodney is the kind of piece of shit who wants to willingly be associated and endorsed by these pieces of shit. What kind of a piece of human garbage do you have to be where you piss off your family so bad that they not only publicly disown you, but actively work to raise money to send you into the unemployment lines? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, having said all of that, uh, as far as what kind of piece of shit you have to be, um, what I think we got to keep in mind is this is sort of like, it is as if Darth Vader reached out and begged the Emperor to support him. <laughs> it is uh, roughly on par with if, uh, if, if uh, I'm trying to think of some other just absolute evil entities. If it, it's like getting the endorsement, the problem is it's not like getting the endorsement of Hitler. That's always the obvious example. Right, right. We, we don't want to violate Goodwin's law this early. Goodwin's law, you know, and also Hitler actually had power again, <laughs> unlike Paul Gosar. Unlike Paul Gosar. Uh, but who, just to be clear, would do the same thing Hitler did if, if given he, half if a chance. If he had a chance, right. yes. Um, it, is, it is like reaching out to just a crippled old broken down it's like monty burns it would be like ah, getting the endorsement that's true. of monty burns that's true that's true and and it's just mind-boggling to me i think with this gosar endorsement every time i think rodney can't become more ridiculous and more insane and more power hungry without any sort of foundation in principle or any sort of moral base he surprises me. Oh, yeah. Because he is now willingly, again, as a Jewish man married to a Jewish woman, I assume raising his children Jewish, he is now going out of his way to associate with and be endorsed by a fucking anti-Semitic Holocaust denier. Yes. Rodney cares more about the next two-bit election then he does the history of his people yes. and the greatest crime to befall an ethnicity, arguably of all time, certainly in the 20th century, which is his ethnicity that yes. he has bragged about. Yes. And I guarantee you, if we get to election night without Rodney making at least two shitty, half-assed Holocaust remembrance, we shall not forget. Everyone yes. needs to remember this. I will eat my fucking hat. And I will say this. Uh... You know, we've talked a lot about Paul Gosar, obviously, and getting back to Rodney, as much as I just despise Paul Gosar to the, the, the point that I, I, I cringe when I, I think about him, um, I will say this. Paul Gosar is a man of principle. Those principles are oh, awful. He, he, is, he is a principled man of fascism. Yeah, they That's are true. They are just absolutely uh, unforgivable, but... He does have an ethos which he subscribes to, and he wholeheartedly subscribes to, and he does not care about the fact that he's being thrown off of committees. Nope. He doesn't care about the fact that his family has disowned right. him. He, he truly and honestly has a belief that what he wants to do is the way to do things, and we will be better off as a country for it. He is wrong, 
but at least he has it. In the words of the Big Lebowski, say what you will about National Socialists. At, at least, least it's, it's an, an ethos. ethos. I mean, which begs the question, what is Rodney's limit? Because clearly it is not anti-Semitism. Clearly it is not Holocaust denial. What is the limit of what he would do? What value he would sell out? What moral he would violate? What human he would step on in order to be elected to public office? Actually, this, this is not something Joel and I discussed ahead of time. This just popped into my head right now. I'm sure they're shocked because they were listening, thinking, wow, this is the greatest <laughs> script ever. Yeah, we, it, it takes them months to we, come up with this shit. We spend hours, hours preparing this hours, podcast. Hours. And by, by hours preparing it, we mean eating dinner uh, and drinking whiskey uh, and me yelling at my computer because it's not working right. Um, but I think we should have a recurring segment on this show of what is that limit? So, as of this episode, it's Holocaust denial. Let's no, it's beyond. It's that's not the limit. That's my point. We've gone. We've already gone beyond Holocaust well, what denial. What would we say is the limit for this episode? I mean, you know, we have limits as human beings, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've one of these limits that you and I've talked about off mic is we don't want to drag Rodney's family into this mm. because this is a podcast about Rodney, right. not his family. I mean. I don't think the man has limits. I, well, I, I think he is so craven that I'm not that's sure. What we, that's what we think. We know for sure as of this episode, it is he is willing to embrace somebody that embraces Holocaust now. So let's set the bar there. And let's just see how much further he can go. All because right. I am super curious. I, as, as is Joel. What do they call this in sports? We're taking the, are we taking the over or the under? Ooh, the over or the under. So people at home. By the way, Char, did you hear that? That was a sports reference show. Sports reference over under. Actually, it's more of a gambling reference, but we'll we'll give it to Joel. <laughs> um, so let's set the over under at Holocaust denial. Uh, is this going to be the worst part of his campaign, the under, or is he going to go beyond that, the over? Now at home, you all place your own bets in, in your head, and feel free again email. Uh, leave us some voicemails. We are more than happy to to put some input from you, our eighty-ish our listeners, are <laughs> pushing triple digits. Pushing triple digits. We might do it this episode. Um, I can't. I, I can't wait till Bezos knocks on our door asking us how we broke a hundred. I'm actually. I'm gonna say. I'm actually. Believe it or not, I'm gonna go with the under just oh, I'm because. I'm taking the over. And I knew you would. I knew you would. And it's not just to be contrarian. Just because it, it it's hard, it's hard to have the opportunity to go beyond Holocaust now. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I'm just saying I don't know if he's going to have the chance to come out in favor of extermination camps. So here here's my over, and I'm not sure it actually qualifies as an over, but it's something that I think is well within the realm of possibility. Sure, there is going to be a brutal officer-involved shooting in Maricopa County, just like there is, I think, weekly. And it's going to be caught on tape. And it's going to be a white cop uh, shooting an unarmed African-American or Hispanic or Native American man. And it is going to be obvious that this is a crime and that police officer should be prosecuted for murder. And the community is going to be in an uproar. And what's Rodney going to do? Rodney's going to cut a commercial or he's going to write an email saying he needs to be elected attorney general because he's the only one who's going to protect that cop from the woke PC Democrat mob. Okay. That's that's my over. All right. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So let's wait and see. And 
to say Joel is right. Uh, uh, the odds of there being another shooting, and, and not only, oh my God, that's a whole different podcast. Not only the number of shootings that seem to happen in Maricopa County of officers gunning down minorities, but the number of shootings that we now historically are hearing about that right. were uncovered in that county. Right. So sad to say, I think there is a very real chance that will happen during this campaign, and when it does... You listeners will be the first to hear, is Rodney going to go beyond Holocaust denial? <laughs> is Rodney going to get worse than Jesus Holocaust denial? Christ. All right. I'm saying yes. All right. This is normally a funny, well, I don't know if funny is a strong word. For us, this is normally a funny podcast. This got a little dark, but that's because we really do want to emphasize this is not funny ribbing of Rodney Glassman. We truly think he is a reprehensible human being. Yeah, yeah. We're not in this for the lulls. Right. <laughs> we're in this to try and take some of the shine right. off of this bankrupt <laughs> asshole. Um, which is why that brings us to uh, our next uh, segment, which we're, is why... We're not entirely bankrupt. We're not entirely bankrupt. We... I mean, morally. Yeah. Ethically. <laughs> morally. Yeah, yeah. Sense of humor-wise. No coming back from any of this. No. But financially... Uh, we have our first sponsor this Yay, week. Yay, we have a sponsor. And I know you're shocked to hear that because, you know, what with only 80-some-odd people, <laughs> who would sponsor <laughs> us? Well, and in fact, it is a product that appeals to a similar very small group. The Gosars and Glassmans of the world. Uh, the, their favorite drug, and that drug is Ivermectin. Ivermectin. The new sponsor of the glass rod. Uh, so, as is common with podcasts, uh, Ivermectin gave us a um, uh, ad copy right. uh, to read, and we thought we'd put our own spin on. But then we decided, since this is our first ad, we don't want to piss off uh, potential future uh, sponsors. So we're going to read this. Uh, verbatim. Just the okay. copy that the Ivermectin just, Corporation this, this, gave us. And to be clear, this is the exact copy they gave right. us. Right. Uh, Ivermectin. Do you feel like you might have COVID or perhaps parasites from eating hay? <laughs> Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Would you prefer to get your medical advice from a doctor or from Joe Rogan? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, medicine sure seems communist to me? <laughs> Ivermectin. Ivermectin. When you start coughing, do you think to yourself, vaccine? Nah, I need some of that horse dip. <laughs> Ivermectin. <laughs> Ivermectin. If it's good enough for horses, it's good enough for Jesus and probably good enough for me. <laughs> Ivermectin. It's what white people take when it's time to do something else. Ivermectin. <laughs> so that was the exact ad copy. The exact ad copy. And, and it's, it's, I mean, I got to say, it's a pretty good selling point. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, we that concludes the first part of this podcast. As you all probably are aware, uh, after the Rod Report comes... Glass in the past. So, um, as our two new listeners, which is <laughs> getting us up to that high 90s range of listenership, uh, as our two new listeners might not be aware, the second half of our show is Glass from the Past, when we dig deep into the Rodney Glassman archives and unearth an episode from Rodney's personal history that most people don't know occurred and most people don't know that he had a hand in. So, recently our friends Char and Francesca pointed us to a Rodney email. And some of you might be getting Rodney emails. Actually, none of you get Rodney emails because all of you love yourselves a lot more than Jeremy and I love ourselves. Yeah, actually, before we went on Which mic, is, by the way, a low bar. Don't get too excited. We, we, we went on mic prior to this. Uh, and, and or We were talking before we went on mic prior to this. And Joel uh, had mentioned that uh, 
uh, he and Char and Francesca are getting Rodney's emails and then seemed surprised that I wasn't. Um, now, granted, I get where he's coming from because it would be a useful thing for this podcast. The bare minimum of research <laughs> that really, you have to do really, for our joke podcast. Really um, and, and, and also, I'm not a stranger to this. I want to point this out. I, uh, I Not only do I get Donald Trump's emails and have for years, but I also donated a dollar to, and I cannot remember, and I can check my email, Ted Cruz or Mitch McConnell, one of the two, because that's what you had to do to get on their actual uh, donor email list. And all of those go straight to spam. I never even see them. I put them on my spam filter years ago. Um, but during the campaign, I wanted to see what was going on. So, Joel. So, Rodney has sent out a couple of emails telling the people who are reading the email that Rodney himself has been reviewing the list of supporters who've stepped up to financially support the Glassman <laughs> campaign for attorney general. And you, Mr. or Miss recipient of the email, your name is missing from that list of financial supporters. So why haven't you donated to Rodney? That's a really good question. Why haven't you donated to Rodney? Oh, so many reasons. I mean, <laughs> I feel like Rodney's donating to me right now. I mean, he is making my life. So much better. He did help us get our first sponsorship. He helped us get our first sponsorship. Ivermectin, sheep dip that proves you're not sheeple. <laughs> so I'm reading this email and I'm thinking, man, this sounds a lot like extortion. There's definitely a very dark tenor to this email. I'm looking for your name on my list of financial donors. I can't find it. What the hell's the matter with you? There's, there's, the, there's the hint that there's something bad around the corner. There's the implication, if you will, that things are going to go rough if you do not donate to his campaign. So I started researching extortion. And I don't know how many of you are fans of The Godfather and the Mafia movies, but Alongside the Mafia, at the turn of the century, there developed an organization called the Black Hand. It started in Naples, Jeremy. And the Black Hand came over with Italian immigrants to the United States in the 1900s. And it was groups of gangsters, groups of criminals who would send letters to people threatening to kill them and chop off their thumbs or kidnap their kids if they didn't give them money. And it turns out that Rodney Glassman founded the Black Hand. <gasps> in 1750, wow. Rodney was in Naples. And he, along with another group of gangster disciples, if you will, all dyed their hands black, shook on it, and decided to engage in these extortion schemes. And for decades, centuries... Immigrant families, now I know you're saying, it doesn't sound like Rodney to victimize immigrant communities. Yes, it does. <laughs> I wasn't saying that, but go on. Sort of his ball of wax these days. Rodney decided to dedicate all of his extortion skills to victimizing immigrant communities in the United States, stealing their hard-earned money, stealing their livelihoods if they didn't give him money he did absolutely nothing to deserve. Um, so I think maybe, so first off, this is the first time hearing of this, and just brilliant research, Joel. Yeah, just yeah. amazing. I really had to dig deep in the archives. Oh, fantastic. Um, but did you actually go to Italy to pull uh, some of the manuscripts uh, on this? Uh, you know, I could have done that, but I would rather Google ivermectin jokes, <laughs> and that's why I really no, no, got sidetracked. Seems like a good use of your yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That, that really worked out. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Ivermectin, own the libtards. <laughs> so with um, that, I think maybe gives us our first glimpse into why Rodney 
keeps running these failed campaigns. Right, right. And it also, I think, explains why his evil just seems so transcendent. I mean, it runs across centuries. And there's always something vaguely familiar about his latest extortion scheme, his latest attempt to be elected into a position he doesn't deserve, because it's been going on for, for centuries. That's amazing. It's, it's just amazing. Well, I'm glad we got to the, to the bottom of this. Um, and I am sure now that we've uh, cracked this case wide open, uh, that we will be able to uh, start a following uh, of people that subscribe uh, to these beliefs and then use them to try to overthrow the government. Right, right. Or at the very least, educate themselves more about Rodney right. Glassman right. and the threat he presents. Uh, Rodney Glassman, the ivermectin of Arizona <laughs> politics. <laughs> Rodney Glassman. Won't really cure any illness. <laughs> Might make you sicker. Might kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Does not taste good going down. No. Tastes even worse coming oh, back up. <laughs> God. Oh, so. Um, <laughs> well, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> I, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me cash the check right now. And good. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, Hydrochloroquil is listening to this podcast because we'll need another sponsor uh, next week. I would just week. like to point out to Hydrochloroquine. Yeah, chloroquine. Chloroquine. Worcestershire sauce. Hydrochloroquine. It's the Worcestershire sauce of medication. Um, All right. So I'm sure that sponsorship will be in the pipeline next week after that ringing endorsement. Um, Well, as much as I hate to end on the thought of Rodney Glassman coming back up. Rodney Glassman is human sheep dip. I don't even know what sheep dip is. He really is. But it sounds like Rodney Glassman. He really is. Like a thick paste you spread on sheep. On sheep. Like after you shear them, you just like cover them. Just this thick, stinky paste Mm. to get the bacteria off Mm. of them. That Mm. sounds like Rodney. Yeah, I think (laughs) this is the second time we've analogized Rodney to some gelatinous (laughs) form. So You're uh, the one who, before we started recording... Ask me what you thought he smelled like. My new, <laughs> that is true. My new answer is sheep dip. That he is smells true. like sheep dip. That is one hundred percent true. Um, all right, so I don't know how else to. We've, oh, oh, wait. Uh, the glass rod at gmail.com. Glass rod We're at always gmail.com. looking for comments. We would love to have some guest hosts. We'd love to have suggestions as to what you'd like our next next episode to be about. Any of you eighty now sixty probably people that listen to this podcast, for the love of God. If you're thinking to yourself, man, I don't know if I'm a big enough name, if I'm enough of a celebrity uh, to go on this podcast and sit down with Joel and Jeremy and do a deep dive. You are. You 100% are. Please, for the love of God, we would love to have you on. You couldn't be less of a celebrity than we are. Right. And you couldn't prepare for this less than we do. Right. So you really have no place to go but up. Right. So please, theglassrod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Come join the party. We'll make you dinner, we'll have sloppy joes, and we'll tell uh, Rodney Glassman smells like sheep dip jokes. Oh, man. Sheep dip. Sheep dip. I'm going to, after this podcast is done. Sheep dip. The Rodney Glassman of veterinary medicines. (laughs) 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 We're done. We're done. We're We're shutting it down. We're shutting it down. See you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Family's working again, find a real win-win. Swim.